The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. This morning we're still in the book of Colossians chapter 2. Colossians chapter 2, and we're evaluating in this passage some truths where Jesus is, or Paul, excuse me, through this letter to this church of Colossae, he's giving them truly doctrinal, foundational doctrinal truths because there's other doctrines that have made their way into this church. And so what he's striving to do is he's striving to help people recognize um, not necessarily why these doctrines are wrong. Let's just get back to the truth and learn the truth and then filter anything to the truth. And that's really the whole, one of the main premises of Colossians. So it's Colossians chapter 2, verse number 16. Uh, Paul says this in Colossians 2, verse 16. He says this, Let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink or in respect of an holy day or of the new moon or of the Sabbath days, which are a shadow of things to come, but the body is of Christ. So Paul is coming to this church. Please remember, these other people are coming in. They're bringing in Gnosticism and other religions. But one of the things that often happens in a church, if you want to uh, divide a church or if you want to get the church's attention off of God, where it's, it's no longer about God, it's no longer about his commission, his mission, his goal, things of that nature, uh, there's several things you can do to distract a church, to split a church, or, and to pull attention. The first thing you want to do is you want to get people's attention off of Jesus. If our goal is singular and it's focused on Jesus, um, you're going to have less of these issues. Please understand, the church is a mystery. There's supposed to be multiple people from different backgrounds, from a wide-ranging viewpoints in the world and things of that nature. That's a a divide. that is a, a unique church for people from all kinds of backgrounds. Diverse is what I'm looking for. That is a diverse church where different from people, races and backgrounds can all come and worship because you're not coming to follow a mindset of one different group of people. You're coming to worship Jesus, and that's what a church should be. So what can happen is someone can come in and they can begin to divide those things. Well, in this circumstance, they weren't trying to divide things over political realms or differences. What they were striving to do is they were striving to bring into this new Christian church a list of things that God said were no longer necessary. Please remember a couple of things. It's important to understand the context here. Um, the Jewish people, got, the, the, Jesus was the Messiah to the Jewish people, and then he sent out Paul to, as a missionary to start all these churches for the Gentiles, non-Jews. So now this Messiah comes to the Jewish people and allows all these non-Jews in, which inevitably is going to be a bit of a conflict for the Jewish people, which makes sense. And so the Jewish people, their entire lives have been told about all of these traditions, um, Old Testament traditions that were absolutely necessary. There were things given to them. A lot of it had to do with their history. Passover comes back to the time before they were removed from Egypt, things of that nature. And these are things that God asked them to remember. Um, there's certain things. Don't eat certain meat. Don't eat meat at all. All these different things. What you know, Certain dietary restrictions, certain holy days. The Jewish people were frustrated because the Gentiles were coming in and they wanted the Gentiles to still follow those things, these, these laws. But please remember when Jesus died on the cross, it is finished. He was the fulfillment of the law. One thing we have to remember, the Old Testament law, Ten Commandments, whatever term you want to use, it wasn't there to get us closer to God. It was there as a reminder that we could not actually achieve perfection on our own. That's the point of the law. The law is there to remind us we can do nothing of ourselves. We need the grace of God. And so Jesus comes and he fulfills the law, completes it all, and then offers us salvation because we can't earn it, even as we can never keep the law completely. So what happens is these people come into this church and they want to bring in these old traditions. 
They want to bring in these old traditions. Let's look at the traditions he was saying. Let no man judge you based upon meat or drink. So it's a dietary restrictions. If you go to Romans 14, there's another battle taking place in the Church of Rome where they're talking about eating meat offered to idols. And please understand, these are idols like Baal and all these other ones. And these are, these are bad religions. I mean, these people are giving of their children, sacrificing children for these religions. And it's pagan. And so these people are saying, why would you buy something from these pagan places? That's a pretty extreme thing and understandably frustrating. But some people are saying, listen, I have liberty to do it. It's cheaper. I got to pay, you know, supply for my family. And so he says, listen, don't divide over these things. And so there's this Old Testament dietary restriction in the book of Acts. God eliminated to the Peter. And so, but the Jewish people weren't really sure they were going to take this, and, and there, there became this conflict again. Again, eat or drink, he goes, or in respect of a holy day, or the new moon, or the Sabbath days. These were Jewish holidays. And the Gentile people were saying, listen, we love the Lord, but we're not Jewish. We don't need to celebrate these Jewish holidays. So what's happening is, is that, uh, key you have to remember, is the people bringing these things into the church, they weren't doing it because they thought they were necessary. They were doing it, they, they were putting their views, their religions, their beliefs, their traditions above Jesus. They were bringing in things that were not necessary, God never said needed to be in the church, and they were adding these things to grace, adding these things to, hey, you're saved, but to be a really good Christian, you have to do all of these things. And he says in verse 17, an interesting thought, he says, these things which are shadow of things to come, but the body is of Christ. So these are a shadow, he said, of, of things to come. These are, you know, these are talking about future things. These are talking about what God's going to do. They're pictures of the Old Testament. Because we don't need this shadow of things. We, we just need to focus on Christ. We don't need these extra things. And what happens, here's the thing we have to learn. So what kind of principle can we get from this? Because be, believe it or not, in my mind, no matter what type of church um, you've been in, if you're not careful, these things can rear itself into any church. So what happens is, you, you come to a church and people say, yeah, we have, so uh, I, I interviewed a, a, a priest once from a Catholic church and we said, he asked what we use for our beliefs. I said, we have the word of God and that's it. His comment to me was, you know, it's nice to have the word of God, but we have something better. We have tradition. Uh, well, that's church tradition. Well, the problem is tradition's man-based. And so you're, you're taking God away from it and you're putting man-based into it. We need to understand that the Bible is the only rule of faith and practice. So there are some who literally say the Bible's good, but the Bible is only good when it matches man's opinion. Well, that's very, in fact, it's, it's blasphemous. Anybody who says I compare the Bible to my tradition is wrong. And that's what's happening. We're going to add these things in and you're, you're truly saved or you're really spiritual if you do these things. Well, what it does is it takes our attention off of God and it puts us on those things. Now, another reason that's dangerous is when I take my attention off Jesus and my attention goes on to traditions, here's what happens. Traditions are man-based, usually. I do these things and so, well, I have, I'm more conservative. I have more standards. I have more this and I'm more that. And what happens, study Romans 14, I begin to judge people who disagree with me. So what can happen is this. I may look at somebody who I think is doing something they shouldn't, and I can judge them for being liberal or whatever. They look at me and say, well, you're too conservative, and they can judge me for being self-righteous. The key is this. God says these differences don't really matter. See, what happens is churches can spend their time, Christians can spend their time focusing on our differences. Uh, that person's wrong or that person's self-righteous or all the you know, hypocritical, all these different terms. And he's saying the problem is not the differences. The problem is the disposition in the differences. We can all come to church. 
we can have varying different opinions about the direction we should go as a family and all be right before God. One, there is a varying degree of people who've been saved. Someone's been in church, you know, 60 years, been saved for 40 of them. Well, yeah, it makes sense. They've been saved for 40 years. Uh, they're going to have some positions different than someone who's been saved for a year. Our disposition is what God's looking at. How are we responding to each other? And here's what it comes down to. Satan wants to separate us over these things that don't matter. The things in here don't matter. We have Christ. The body is in Christ. The body is centered together. In fact, the next verse talks about brought together is the head. Our focus should be in the head and Christ, on him, not on all these other little things. And what we do is we battle amongst the body instead of allowing the head of the church, Jesus, to be the thing at which we focus our attention. And in doing that, we split a church, we get angry, we don't talk to each other, we can't get along, that person's carnal, that person's whatever. And we, we can be so focused on the things that we differ about, we're never going to be effective for Christ. And that's exactly what Satan wants. And if he can get that into the church... Well, we're here. In fact, in matter case, sometimes we can come to church and we say, I'm the most spiritual because I have, I don't do this and I do this and I dress a certain way and I do all these things. As a matter of fact, because I hold those things in such high regard, I got my attention on those things, not on God, not on Jesus. And we lose the right focus and, and we, and those things can become distracting. So the key comes down to this. We can't be so focused on human traditions. We need to be focused on Jesus. Don't let these things divide us. As our church continues to grow and as people continue to come, we need to be less concerned about the things that separate us as we are about the things that bring us together. Jesus will take care of all these other things. People come into church, he's going to one that's going to bring them to be more like Christ. It's not our job to do that. It's his sanctification process. Our job is to keep our eyes on Jesus and we grow in Christ and not be separated by these small things, but I'll actually allow Jesus to bring people together who otherwise in our world would never be brought together. That is the mystery. That is what Jesus wants in the church. And as long as Satan can keep us separated, we miss out on so much of the joy in the uniqueness that is the, the, the local church. Well, thanks for joining us again this morning. I apologize again for the last couple of days and some of the glitches hopefully will be back up and running normally tomorrow morning. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but I greatly appreciate uh, your patience with us and, and for joining us today. Uh, if you're available tonight, we do have our Bible study, adult Bible study here in the auditorium. Uh, youth group goes at the same time. Kids clubs goes at the same time. Kids club and youth group both have parties tonight, kind of back to school parties. So we invite, invite you to come and enjoy that time and, and just bring your, bring your whole family. Drop your kids off, come to the Bible study. And I think we'll have a great time tonight in that. And we look forward to just a wonderful opportunity um, to kind of kick off the fall and look forward to all that God has for us. We appreciate you taking time to join us today. I hope you join us again tomorrow.